0: Are tuned into to cfcr 90.5 fm it's time for the nerdy news it's punch radio and we have special guests today plural you will hear from brennan and dave and i dave may chime in we'll see he's kind of got his eye on sports craig's got an interview with dylan hershuk who's a filmmaker here in saskatoon he's got a new movie that he's uh, trying to get made called our last day as kids And Brett and I are going to talk to Kevin Sarkowski. Kevin is the man, the myth, the legend behind the Riversdale King George Quarterly, which has a new issue coming out next week. And he is the powerhouse behind the extravaganza concert, which is happening in exactly one week, the major party live karaoke party at Coors Centre. So we're going to talk about both things, but we'll start with the new edition of the newspaper, because this comes out first. So June, new issue of the quarterly. What is the theme of this newspaper, this edition, Kevin?
1: Well, the theme is all things Ukrainian and Ukraine, and our first annual and our first ever full-color cover to celebrate our first anniversary. Uh, Full-color cover, full-cover full color back cover to celebrate one year of us plugging away at this, much due to the help of one Jody Kason who refuses to acknowledge her own contributions to it when I show up. So n- needless to say, without her, there would be no RKG quarterly. So that being said, uh, the next issue, our summertime fun times issue, I don't know about how much fun times, because we are concentrating heavily on Ukraine and Ukrainians, A, because kind of going on in the world, B, Riversdale and King George and Pleasant Hill, chock full of Ukrainians, and it was, they were the first neighborhoods, especially Riversdale, the first neighborhoods uh, inhabited by Ukrainians as they got off the train to make their way out into the hinterlands of Saskatchewan to break their their new acreage and start farming lives all over our province so that's how that germinated it started with a maybe we could do an ingredient issue and then it just kind of bloomed from there
0: it did and there there are some really good articles i'm really proud of this it came together nicely so this is our fifth issue of the riversdale king george quarterly newspaper that highlights the stories of the neighborhood. And I really liked the, um, the interview. Um, our tribute interview is beautiful and amazing about a, an incredible person, Vasil Slipak. And uh, it Basel was Slipak, yeah. It was an interview that was done by his brother in Ukrainian. And so it had to get translated. So there's like a lot of levels to this interview to get it on the page.
1: There's a lot of levels. I was lucky enough, I work with an organization called Ukrainian Patriot that we could talk about at length uh, someday too. But we were, long story short, we collected money with button sales that Jody designed, beautiful buttons that mostly look like pierogies that we we collected cash for and we will be sending to Ukrainian Patriots uh, to help them with their cause. But Maria Zabyuk is our graphic designer for that project. And she was nice enough. She actually lives not far from Orest Sleepak, Dr. Orest Sleepak, who was Vasil Sleepak's brother. And so she did a telephone interview with him in Ukraine, in Ukrainian. And then she then was nice enough, kind enough, and um, well versed in English enough to be able to put it together in a way that we all can now read and understand the kinds of life kind of life that, that Vasa Slipak lived, and then tried to understand why he would struggle with decisions like leaving behind an amazing life in Paris to become a, a, a soldier in the Ukrainian Territorial Defense Force, which is a volunteer effort, and, uh, and subsequently was shot by a Russian sniper and is no more, hence tribute.
0: She, uh, Maria also designed our cover She's an artist, and uh, it's beautiful. So, thank you, Maria, for all of your help in putting this issue together. There's a book reviews, and there's a story um, about sunflowers, and there's just all this Ukrainian stuff in this issue. That it's awesome.
1: It's happened. That's just what happens when you let a Ukrainian editor run amok.
0: <laughs> okay. So well, whatever, it's working. I I'm enjoying. I can't wait for people to see this. I think it's. With every issue, it gets better and better, but uh, this one is especially good. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm all honesty and kidding aside, I'm really, really proud of what we've done. I think it's going to be. I think just out on the newsstand, the full color aspect. Be what is this? And that beautiful work on the cover, which of course Jody Kason also had a strong hand in making it look the way it does. But yeah, the the graphic is is gorgeous. The back cover featuring. Um, a dog known well to the Riversdale King George quarterly, also in folk color. So the benefit of that goes to uh, uh, y, uh, YXE Pet Parlor who has been gracious enough to keep sponsoring us for, well, going into our fifth issue. So many things to celebrate as our anniversary issue hits the ground.
0: Yep, it's good. I also really enjoyed the Lunch With article uh, with Brian McCashew and Kirby Worchenko. Both those fellas are at the helm of businesses that raised a lot of money for the Ukrainian effort.
1: Yes, they both brought in a ton. Yeah. Can I say that here? Sh- yeah. Ton? Yep. Okay. Because that's how much they brought in both of them, like into the 50s and $60,000 range. And on top of that, I think TCU Place, where Kirby is now the Community in, initiatives director. They also have that uh, dinner where they raised a quarter of a million dollars for Ukraine.
0: It's amazing. Many
1: things, many things happening in Saskatoon and all around that keep us tied to Ukraine. Which Danilo Puderak, executive director of the Ukraine Canadian Congress, wrote a story about uh, explaining just why we are so engaged in things that happen seven to ten thousand miles from here, kilometers from here.
0: Yeah, he wrote a who's who of some of like the dignitaries and movers and shakers in the Ukrainian community who really made an impact, not only in Saskatchewan, but around the world.
1: Um, yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, Ray Netishin and Sylvia Fedoric. Sylvia talented, Brilliant people. Really. And amazing.
1: of course, the uh, University of Saskatchewan attaching itself to that university in Chernivtsi. so yeah, lots of reasons why. Not just because we grow green and we all like pierogies. I mean, there's a little more to it than that even, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So not only will you be entertained by this new issue, I think you'll gonna, you'll learn a lot. I, I definitely learned a lot putting it together.
1: I did too, and I wrote, you know, some of it. So did you. And yeah, I learned a whole bunch of stuff, so.
0: It's a good issue. You can find it all over 20th Street um, at a lot of our uh, supporters. Um, and you can find it at Amigos and Amazing Stories and... And McNally Robinson. So you will not have difficulty finding it. And if you can't get your hands on a paper copy, it will be available on the RKG quarterly Facebook page. So you can just read it digitally as well.
1: Okay. Like, it's like a, my- it's a myriad of options to read uh, the RKGQ. In fact, there shouldn't be an excuse why you don't.
0: Exactly. All right. Okay, well, let's throw things over to Craig. We'll take a little break uh, and listen to his interview with Dylan Hershick. And then when we come back, Major Party in the house, and we are going to talk about this amazing concert that is going to be happening in exactly one week's time. So take it away, Craig. Hey,
2: everybody. Craig Siliphant here on Punch Radio on CFCR 90.5 FM, and we're also... Uh, shooting this for the Feedback Society, so you could be hearing us on CFCR or watching us on the Feedback Society, but today uh, Hank has the plague or something, so he couldn't join us, but I've got a special guest, Dylan Herschuk from Versa Films. How's it going, man?
3: It's going great. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, so uh, I've got Dylan on here for a couple of reasons. He has got a new film that he's putting into production called Our Last Day as Kids, and he's got a Kickstarter uh, that has started uh, this week, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but I also just wanted to talk to Dylan about, uh, you know, movies in general and the scene in, in Saskatoon. So, first of all, Dylan, uh, you know, like, what, what's your background in film?
3: Uh, yeah, so I've been doing film since I was, like, uh, a little kid. It, it was, uh, I went through a bunch of different creative passions and then eventually found film and have stuck with it my whole life, apparently. And six years ago, after film school, I started my own production company called Versa Films. Uh, most notably, we do music video stuff. Uh, we've done works with uh, bands like Spirit Box and Senses Fail, which are fairly big names in like the punk, metal, emo space. Uh, depends on who's listening. They might know them. Maybe not. Uh, and then local acts like uh, Jeffrey Straker, Velour, Pontex. Uh, artists like that. And that's kind of the main thing we were doing right now. Uh, we do commercials, corporate videos and stuff, but music videos are our bread and butter.
2: Right. So how did you like, how did you fall in love with film in the first place?
3: Um, I've always been into like, creative projects and stuff. Uh, When I was at like, in second grade, I wanted to be a writer, then I moved to being super into like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon cards, so I started making my own trading cards and selling them to kids in school. Eventually, I found stop-motion animation and became obsessed with that, and then in grade eight we had a video project where we had to make like a a bullying short film, and me and my friends took it way too seriously. We were taking like the the TV dolly and using that for our camera dolly. We were uh, our teacher was allowing us to take kids out of other classes to use us extras. We shot it over multiple days. Uh, there was one scene where we had to like beat up the one kid in the, in the, in the scene, my, my close friend and our principal was walking by while we were shooting. And he's like, oh, that's not how you beat someone up. And he was showing us how to more authentically beat up my friend. Uh, and ever since that, I've just been kind of hooked. I didn't really think of it as my career. But it was just like once I had that camera I couldn't stop and then eventually my brothers were in a a metal band and because I just had the camera I would film them all the time and that kind of transitioned into just Oh he was the kid with the camera who went to shows and documented it and stuff and eventually my high school teacher uh, really pushed me to pursue this as a career.
2: Cool. So uh, we'll maybe uh, set the Kickstarter part of it aside for a second. We'll get to that. But tell me about the project, Our Last Day as Kids. I know you're sort of like trying to transition from, you know, music videos and stuff like that into, uh, I don't know if I'd call it like dramatic filmmaking, but maybe like more storytelling based uh, filmmaking. But tell me. About yeah.
3: Absolutely. Definitely dramatic, super dramatic filmmaking. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've been doing uh versa films for quite a while now my whole be all end all goal is to eventually get to make feature films uh and so this is me slowly dipping my toes if you watch my music video stuff you'll notice that a lot of them are very narrative based um, and very like personal to me and i've been kind of developing this film based on my teen years and my relationship with my brothers because both of my brothers were in this rock band together and i was just like the kid brother on the sidelines with this camera like watching them grow and eventually kind of fall apart before my eyes and it was really personal to me and i always thought that was kind of really a weird dynamic uh and very interesting to me and so i've been developing this film called our last day as kids because i was like if i'm going to transition i want to make something super personal uh something that i can like really write from the heart and translate onto the screen And so that's where that came from. And it's, it takes place in like the MySpace era where everyone had their swoopy hair, colorful hair. Um, And it's just like, it's a very nostalgic time for me and a lot of people. And that's, uh, without that time, I don't know if I'd be a filmmaker. So I thought if there's my first film or if I only make one film, I want it to be this thing because it totally encapsulates like my whole career dynamic.
2: Right, it'd be interesting to see that, like, that time, I'm a few years older than you, obviously, so I, I was around in that era, uh, and I did not have the swoopy hair, but I had friends that were probably around your age that, that, you know, that did and were part of that, whether it was, like, sort of the punk music scene or emo or, or, or stuff like that. Like, do you have to be careful, do you think, with the costuming when you go to shoot this, in terms of, like, capturing the era, but not, you know, trying not to fall into kind of goofy parody?
3: Yeah, like I wanna, I wanna encapsulate how silly some of it is for sure, because uh, it was just this weird movement where it was very expressive but sometimes very goofy and and whatever. And I I want it to toe the line of like showing how goofy it is but in a very endearing, honest way. Like I I never want it to be like oh it's a comedy movie, but there are comedic moments. Like I remember uh, being a young teen and going to like the hair salon. And there's, you know, parents and old ladies beside me as I have foil in my hair and, and, you know, getting like three colors in my hair and just looking ridiculous and scenes like that. I'm like, Oh, I think that's very fun. And like, we haven't seen too much of this time presented in film and stuff. But yeah, you're right. Like, I don't want it to be a parody. But at the same time, I want it to feel authentically vibrant of that time.
2: And so, sorry, this is a really stupid question and I thought I knew the answer to this, but now that I'm
3: realizing I don't. Is this a short film or a feature film? Uh, So, (laughs) in my heart, I want to make a feature film, but I just know financially because I'm kind of starting my career where I am. uh, There's no way I'd be able to get financing for a feature film. So, I've condensed it into a shorter uh, film, but it's a long short film. We're aiming for like a 30-minute film. So it can really tell because the story I want to tell is a little bit more than something that takes place over one day or one show. Uh, We want to really showcase the feeling of going to concerts and show this kind of uptick that this band is going through and then the the fallout and stuff. So we're aiming for 30 minutes. Hopefully it feels like a little movie. Um, I've told very ambitious stories through three minute music videos, so it felt like the right place for me.
2: well and i mean lots of times those things can be a great like proof of concept uh like there's been plenty of short films that were then made into feature films you know once the filmmaker got that vision on the screen uh so tell me about the kickstarter like uh you've got a kickstarter up obviously i know you you've got some funds and you've got some contributors but you know you're opening it up obviously to friends and followers and people that sort of believe in you and your career uh you know what what can we expect from the kickstarter itself
3: Yeah, so the Kickstarter's always been something I've wanted to do, but it's had to be at the right time for the right project. Uh, It's a very scary thing to put yourself out there and, like, unfortunately have to ask for money because the project is much bigger than I could financially mean uh, be able to afford on my own. Uh, So we launched a Kickstarter last Friday over the long weekend. Uh, We're already 20% funded, um, which is awesome. We've gotten a lot of shares and support and, and stuff like that. Um, it is an all or nothing campaign. So our goal is $30,000, which is super ambitious. And like I said before, it's because we want to like showcase concerts and we want to dye kids hair and we want to be able to like put you back in this place in time. But yeah, what you can expect is, uh, we're, we're looking for help. So, um, we want people to feel invested in the project and stuff. Um, if you donate, you do get access to the film, uh, you do. There are posters you can buy, uh, t-shirts. Um, there's stuff like that. But most of the focus on the Kickstarter is helping us get it made so we can present it to everyone and stuff. Um, it's less of a store, so it's not like it's not like you you give 20 bucks and you get a t-shirt for 20 bucks because that's where you get into some troubles financially is like, Oh, we don't have money for our film. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we have a lofty goal of $30,000. Um, I think we're at $6,000 so far over the weekend, which is a pretty good start. Um, and yeah, we're just trying to get this finance so we can make something really bold and, and crazy and, uh, hopefully one of the bigger short films that we've been able to do in Saskatchewan over the last little bit. So
2: nice. And so that's just probably just go on Kickstarter and look up our last day as kids, right? That's the easiest way to find it.
3: Absolutely. well, we're,
2: we are out of time for this segment, uh, but I also want to give a quick plug to The Druid's Hand, which I know you were the director of photography on. Uh, you and I will be doing a Q&A on June 3rd at the Broadway Theatre after the screening of the movie with Mitch Oliver and Jesse Sawitzki and Tara Oliver and all the uh, directors and producers and a bunch of the actors in it. So uh, that should be fun so everybody can come out and see that. But uh, Our Last Day as Kids go find the Kickstarter. Dylan Hershuk from Versa Films. Thanks so much for joining me today, man.
3: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and good luck, of course. <laughs> Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you, Craig. So tell us about the Crocus Co-op major party, live karaoke party. I'm going I'm to start with you, Brennan. Why should people go to this party?
4: Uh, because it will be a wonderful time. What when else can you possibly live out your rock and roll dream of seeing you on stage with a live band with professional photographers with all the money going to charity so it's for a great cause it's for the crocus co-op and we really want to support them and we want to help them get a new truck so um, as I mentioned before uh, they have a snow removal service and a lawn care service and they need a reliable vehicle to make sure that um, the people that are members there can can get to work and can you know, get there safely. So uh, we want to have a rocking good time. Awesome bands. Violent Betty is back on stage. Alternate Power Duo back on stage. It's the first time both bands have played in four or so odd years. And then again, major party, major live karaoke, where you can sing on stage uh, and live out your rock and roll dreams. What else could you possibly want?
0: Sounds awesome. Uh, Kevin, so in addition yeah. to the ticket sales, how else is uh, this event raising funds?
1: Well, uh, there's, uh, so the, uh, there's an auction for the songs. So when you pick a song, you are bidding against others in the room to sing that song live on stage with the major party, major karaoke party band. That is one way. We have a silent auction with an amazing lineup, including a beautiful gift package from Amazing Stories, uh, a Spider-Man extravaganza, a Web Slinger's Delight, and uh, then there's a list almost too long to think of all of them right now because I don't want to think of and then forget a bunch. So let's just say it's a list of at least 12, could be as many as 14, including, I believe, a major party... Major Party Party Pack to party in your house. Pack
4: partying. That's right. I will come. You can bid and I will come host a party for you. Who doesn't want Major Party to invade their home? I think everybody does.
0: I can't um,
1: imagine. I can't um, imagine people not wanting that, you know?
0: um, And is there anything
1: sweet? Oh, Brandon, do you want this one?
4: Sure. Well, we have actually had some uh, (laughs) handmade vegan chocolate bars donated as part of our fundraiser as well. And you know, a little treat for me, uh, my face is on the package of the bar. So I actually have my own official snack now. So I'm making my way, slowly invading the snack food world, starting my empire, one homemade chocolate bar at a time.
1: The uh, uh, the chocolate bars are, are uh, donated by the lovely folks over at uh, Chocolate, um, those girls at the market who hand make it right in Riversdale. Uh, like a block and a half from Crocus Co-op. So uh, full circle time, you know. And yes, we do now have Major Party. Major Party has his own chocolate bar. And now the rest of us on the uh, Crocus Cooperative Fundraising Committee are quite jealous. And we've been vying to get our own chocolates. But they don't seem interested in making chocolates for anybody else but Major Party. So next actually, year, we like,
4: never know. Could 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 maybe, branch out next year.
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: So can you give us a sneak peek? Are you willing to divulge maybe a couple of the songs that are going to be up for auction?
4: Well, we're definitely going for uh, a classic rock, new wave kind of vibe, fun songs that people would like to enjoy singing, but also know really well. So for example, we have uh, the Brian Adams classic, The Summer of 69. Which, who doesn't want to sing along to that one? We also have a little bit of Talk Dirty to Me, the, uh, the poison classic. Uh, a little bit of uh, 8675309 is on the list. Um, and that's, that's just like a hint of about 18 to 20 songs that you can choose from.
0: Wow. So, w- will a list be posted ahead of time or only at the party?
4: uh column a column b we're going to on our facebook page uh put up some hints so people kind of can see some of the songs they can pick from um but the full list uh i think we're going to wait till the actual event um and that way people can have the fun of bidding on the song that they that they want to sing on
0: wow because i like yeah getting up in front of a big group of people and singing is uh, it can be an intimidating process so knowing maybe what to like Sing in the shower for a few mornings ahead of time might give you a little edge into what people might bid on.
4: Perfect, yeah, for sure. And I mean, on stage, um, it is Violent Betty Ultimate Power Duo creating the major party, major live karaoke band, and we are there to help. So, like, once the song starts, we can kind of help get you going. If you think you get lost, we'll we'll jump in. So we're not we're not going to have anyone stranded. Uh, it's meant to be a really good, fun time. Um, but we, are, we will be on stage to help you have your karaoke dreams.
2: Just doing things that a karaoke machine could never dream of doing.
4: Never exactly. But wishes, wishes it could.
0: Yeah. Getting the rock star experience. There is nothing like it. I've played in a couple of bands, and being on the stage in front of people, it, there is no equal. Uh, But also just like horsing around with goofy songs. Uh, I've done Band Swap and Amigos a couple of times. And that is really, really cool where you're you're covering a song, but it's you and your friends. And it's got a really fantastic energy to it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the performances, not only of the karaoke, but like just like Violent Betty and Ultimate Power Duo. That's it's going to be a rocking good show overall karaoke or not
4: and that's the Ah. idea you know um you know like kevin approached and said i want to you know have an event to start off spring and and get people back to enjoying music and you know enjoying the 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 limelight of saskatoon and and that's what we're really hoping to do just have a really fun event um that we can also raise money for at the same time and we even have a rock star experience ticket so for an extra special price you can hang out backstage with the band. That's right. You can party like a rock star and uh, get to choose one of your songs. So there you go. We can we can even have you hang out backstage with the band, cool. should yeah, you so great. desire.
1: If if you do go and get that extra VIP ticket, then you you uh, are immediately afforded a song. You don't have to bid through the through the uh, the chaff. You you. Are immediately put on the top of the list, and whatever song you choose is yours to sing. I don't know how that works exactly. That's more of a musical director thing, which of course Mr. Riesling handles. But uh, I thought that was the idea. That's the idea, right? They, they get a if they are an extra VIP rock star experience ticket buyer.
4: That's right. Yeah. Then they get to they get to pick the song of their choice. So um, awesome. a little bit of extra incentive to party like a rock star backstage.
1: Okay.
0: wonderful. Well- That is an excellent bargain that anyone should take advantage of. And that wraps up our show. We have run out of time. So thank you, Kevin, for coming on board tonight and talking about the paper and this awesome rock show. And we will see you next Friday. In the meantime, everybody, keep your